Height Zone World. This is Height. Thank you for tuning in. My guest this week is Black Sheep DZ, a very tight MC and a representative of Baltimore's seventh floor villains. This episode is a lot different because I had never met him and he's a good decade younger than anyone else I've interviewed, so his life story just went a lot faster. This will be the shortest podcast, but hopefully you'll think it's one of the sweetest. He's got a real interesting perspective, and he's a tight dude. This episode is sponsored by The Lineup Room, a recording and mixing studio located in Baltimore, MD. Check them out at lineuproom.com. We're going in. Well, I grew up in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, I was born, when I was born, I was born in uh Catonsville, Maryland. My family lived in Catonsville. Well, I only lived there until I was about like two. But I was Do you actually, know where in Catonsville? No, nah, not oh, okay. I don't know exactly where. Yeah. But like I was born in Mercy Hospital in Baltimore. It just we lived out there. Yeah. And then it was probably about like two or three, like we moved back into the city. In what neighborhood? Um uh Brems Lane and uh, Ramona Avenue. That's like northeast Baltimore. Oh, okay. That's where I grew up at, like, Northeast, right there and in Sedonia. What was that neighborhood like? Uh, it was cool. Yeah. I can't say it was safe, but it was It was yeah. definitely, a lot of shit didn't happen, but it was cool, though. It's definitely a good, like, learning experience. You, mm. grow, you grow up a little, like, a little faster. What did your parents do? Uh, my father, he drove, well, he was just a, um, he was just a mechanic at first. And then he started uh, driving trucks, mm. like on the road. My mother owned a, uh, she used to own a daycare. She used to. Oh, okay. And then she started to drive. He was driving the buses at BWI too, but got cancer. And then oh. like she, yeah, she had to like quit that. Okay. So like, yeah. What are your first memories of music? Well, I just, um... I pretty much grew up around it. Like my yeah. uh my brother in law is Tim Trees. He was like yeah, he was like yeah. big on the radio here. I, I saw that in another yeah. interview actually. Yeah, I watched I just watched like his like whole, you know, like rise, like getting on the radio. Yeah. Like being in the city paper, all yeah. that. Uh That my, was like the biggest the, I feel like that's probably the biggest local rap yeah. song ever. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. and then my uncle had a studio. Like right in the back of our house, like in the garage. Okay. And like my cousins, they had like an in-house studio. Like we rapped on a computer mic. Yeah, that's yeah. That's when yeah. I that's when like I first started rapping. Okay. Like I was like eleven years old, but that shit was like it was whack. Yeah. But I used to take it to like middle school though, and like play play everybody the CD, and they liked it. You yeah, know? yeah. Like so, it was like that's where I first like started. Yeah. I just, it was just inspiration from like everybody in my family. You know, it just ran through the family. Oh yeah. Is nobody like, really like like kept going with it mm. like, except for me. But like, I yeah. just gained the inspiration from them, you know. How 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 old were you when the Tim Tree song came out? That was like uh like oh three, I would say, like or oh two. Yeah. So I was probably that like right. Yeah, I was probably like ten. Wow, 10 wow. Like okay. Something but, like that. Yeah, but you remember it. You remember it happening. Yeah, yeah I remember all yeah. that shit. 
and like just going to school, hearing people singing the song. I ain't never say nothing back then because it was like they wouldn't. Be, they probably wouldn't believe that. You know, everybody yeah. probably used to be like, "Yeah, this person, my cousin. This yeah, person, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah that, so I ain't never say nothing. I used to just be like, "Damn, yo, they really singing his songs." Yeah, <laughs> that was part of what was so cool with that track is like, it was so raw sounding. Like, yeah. I think everyone thought you had to make this like perfect radio song to get mm-hmm. on, and and then it's like the track, it's like the grimiest. Tr- it's just this like <laughs> lo-fi like drum, drum track, and it's like yeah. Wayne Jones gets dumb as a rod. I'm crumbling. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I remember seeing something where he, um, in City Paper years later, he said he said he sort of had trouble after that, like keeping the momentum up or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he told me that too. Like, I think it was just that that thing that he just like he did what he wanted to do with that song, but it was probably like, you know, keep trying, he kept trying to like make that second version of that, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Instead of just like keeping it going, like that original chemistry, how that song came about, Mm. and it was just you know, like him and the DJ, who was DJ Rod Lee. Oh, okay. That's right. He made the beat. But it was like, it was a lot of issues with like that. So like, you know. Yeah, cause cause he put him and Rod Lee did another track with like an R and B singer or something, and that was that was kind of big too. Yeah, to right? do it. yeah, that was big yeah. too. It wasn't as big as that, but that was big too. Yeah. Yeah, a couple joints. He had that one. Uh, that was called "Be Your Friend." That's had, right. That's right. Yeah. Then he had another one with uh, he had a song with Paula Campbell. Okay. I don't know if you remember that one. Maybe or maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of the one where he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm on your bed playing PlayStation with you. Yeah, kids. yeah, that's that's <laughs> that. <laughs> it is what it is. You dig? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Okay. What what music is really speaking to you that, that you're hearing? It was not only his stuff, but it was like, I was just growing up, just listening to everything. Yeah, like. Lil Wayne, uh, and this is before I'm gonna talk before like high school. Yeah, yeah. It was like Lil Wayne, like Lil Boosie, uh, even stuff like that. That was just like a phase, like them franchise boys and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like that was even like all that was still inspiration because you know you're just sucking it in. Like that's yeah. a part of your generation. You totally, know what I mean? Totally. Like, I mean, of course, it's probably not as hot as it was now, but still, it, yeah. it happened. You know, it yeah. was it was hot before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, man, it was, it was hella stuff. And not only that, my sisters and like my brothers, they they all listen to like Biggie. You know, of course, Jay Z, yeah. and like and all that. My cut. Well, my uncle used to like bump DMX a lot. Mm. DMX, uh, the Hot Boys. I got this fucking uh, yo, they got this this tape of me like one Christmas. This was a while ago, like '99. I like knew all the words to Lil Wayne's "The Block Is Hot" song, yeah. like, and I was I was I was too young to know it, <laughs> yeah, but yo, yeah, yeah. it was a tape. I was rapping every word, yeah, like that shit was crazy. That's awesome. Watching man. it now is like, damn. I guess all through like middle school, high school, you're 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 already rapping and recording and everything. Yeah. Well, and, throughout well actually, well throughout high school, I had chilled. On rapping, like I was getting in a lot of trouble throughout high school, like because that's when I found out my mother had cancer, like in mm. the ninth grade. So I was like, 
I was out, you know, like rolling with gangs, you know, mm. shit like that, like drug dealing and shit. So like, and then like around tenth grade came, I just was like, I had a change, you know. I just yeah. was, I just chilled, was thinking on some shit. I started like making clothes, you know, like mm. just something local, like a local yeah, yeah, brand, yeah. and. You know, I was selling that to people, like, on Facebook and shit like that. Yeah. And I got accepted into um, two colleges, like, when I was about to graduate. Yeah. But that's when I picked up the music again. Oh. Okay. And, like, I just was like, I'm not going to college. Yeah. I got accepted into um, the Art Institute of York. Okay. Yeah. And uh, FIT. What's FIT? Uh, Fashion Institute. Oh, okay, okay. A technology. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So... Like if you put down the the creative stuff for a moment, it's, it's almost like anger or something. Uh, just like a way to deal with the pain in your yeah. life or something like it's that. It's just a way to like, it's just a way to get away from everything else. Like, and just to be creative. Not even just to like, just to take anger out on it. It's just a way to like, no, no, be at ease. You know, you know what I mean? With the fashion stuff? Like, or, yeah, well, or, with fashion and music. Yeah, like, yeah. And drawing and all of that. It's just a way to just, like, get away from everything else. Just, like, have my mind at oh, ease. yeah, You know, yeah. just be chilling. Well, like, how do you, I mean, how do you do, like, a, I don't know if you call it, like, a fashion line, but, like, like, how do you do something like that? It's just one guy. I just started looking into a lot of stuff, like, going online, you know, looking into fabrics. Like what kind of T-shirts I should get? Yeah, you know, I was drawing out my own designs too, making them on like and making them on Photoshop, and like I just looked into all of that myself and just yeah. started get getting them printed, everything. Wow. Okay, and and just selling them like well, like where were you selling them? Just uh, like at school, like yeah, through Facebook, on online, yeah, at school, you know. That's tight, man. This was before Twitter was really popping like that too. So it was like MySpace and Facebook. Yeah. And I was just selling them through MySpace yeah. and Facebook a lot. What was it called? Uh, it was called Maniacal Genius. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's interesting. And like, was that kind of like how the, the getting in the, into these like fashion colleges popped off? Is like the, the resume of like, I've done this clothing yeah. line or something? Yeah, that's what, okay. that's what they was looking at. And yeah. It was like, they was into it, you know, and like they wanted me to go. They wanted me to come to that college. Yeah. But I didn't want to do it because it was like I know college is expensive, so I was just like, I could either spend mad money on this and have debt, debts, you know, to pay, yeah. or I could just be like, forget it and just put all my money into the other thing I love to do. Yeah, man. You know. Totally. So I just chose to do this. Yeah. Do music. So how did you how did you get back into music? Well, my um, I had another homeboy who had a studio, and like that's when I hooked up with uh a lot of the dudes that's in the seven floor buildings yeah. now, which is the um group that I'm in. Right, right. And like, what studio was that? That was at uh that was at my homeboy studio. Oh, okay. it was like in house. Okay, like, he just had a mic yeah. and stuff, and like I was just recording there, like my yeah. very first mixtape. And like right before I graduated, I dropped that, and just was I just kept on trying, you yeah. know, just kept working. And wh what at year it. would you say that was? That was like two thousand and ten. Okay. Two thousand ten. 
Okay. And who is, so you already know all these other dudes by then, like the, like Butch Dawson and like, and like, is yeah. he, he's part of Seventh Floor Village? Yeah, he yeah. is. Back then, yeah, back then I had just met him. Okay. Like, so it was like, you know, we got cool. He was rapping yeah. too back, he was rapping for a while. He probably had more mixtapes than me. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, we had met, uh, like down Fells Point. We used to just be in the same area. Mm. Just like the rest of the um, Seventh Floor Villains, that's, you know, well, that was around then. Because there's a lot of dudes who was in it, but they're not now. Okay. Like, they just, like, showed it, like, brand stuff. Yeah. You know, or just, like, build on it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how that'd be going. What is the floor part of it? What's, like, the Seventh Floor? Well, it was, um, originally it was uh, this parking garage. Okay. In, in, in Towson. Yeah. That we used to go up to and smoke on. Okay. And just chill and just just do hella shit. Just be loud. Like, just skating and all of that. Skateboarding and all of that. Yeah. So, you like, mentioned skating earlier. Like, what, like when did that come in, into the... Is that something you were always doing? Nah, I just um I just picked it up. For real, my little, my little brother had a skateboard. And that's when I was just chilling. I moved out to the county from the city. Mm. And, like, I stopped doing, like, bad shit. And I was just chilling. And every morning, I probably I go to school. I had nothing else to do. So I would just be in the laundry room. Like I always wanted to skateboard when I was younger. Yeah. I just used to do shit on the skateboard. Yeah. And like yeah, yeah. I got better though. Like I know how I know how to actually do shit. Like, yeah. Not just like coast. Right. Right. You know? Right. Like, yeah. I just got better on it like that. But I wouldn't consider myself like a skater. You know? Sure. Like, sure. Like, and and I guess at that time, what what were there like specific influences that you guys collectively like were inspired by um nah i don't think so because the mm. dude the dude who originally like i didn't i didn't make it up myself like the dude who, i just like put it on my back and kept it going like yeah i just you know like blew i'm i wouldn't say like i blew the name up because it's still a work in progress yeah, but i yeah. pretty much got it to the point that is at now okay along with like bush dawson and buffalo yeah like but the dudes who originally like you know made it up you know he's not around no more but it wasn't like the motive was to just like be this collective you know have your separate artists the same way it is now mm-hmm. and just like you know keep attacking it how yeah. we're doing it yeah you know on some odd future shit because around the same yeah. time we made that idea up you know like great minds think alike yeah you know so them dudes blew up off of it. Right. But it was right, like, right, that right. didn't discourage us and make us feel like, damn, we shouldn't do it because it seemed like we're copying. But oh, was, yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? We just kept going with it. Like, fuck it. That's really interesting. Yeah. I, I, I've never. Because I would have assumed that, which kind of sucks for you guys, but I, I would have assumed that you were inspired by them, which yeah. is not bad. Cause yeah, no, it's not bad at all. But, like, but you already had the. Sort of a similar game yeah, plan before. Yeah, 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 but like, you know, they just, they blew up off of it. Yeah. Of course you get inspired by seeing like their momentum and hype. Right, So right. it's like, damn, we want that same hype. You yeah, know, we, yeah. we, we're going to get the same thing they're getting. Yeah. So it's like, it's actually cool, you know. Okay, so the first thing you do is put out a mixtape. And I guess like, because you got all these insane videos like like are you are you guys from the beginning putting out like putting out videos as you're releasing stuff yeah i had um my first tape i didn't drop it under black sheep dz okay. i was just dz at first okay 
So that was called um The Logic. Yeah. And I had a video for a song from that called Free Mind. Yeah. And that did cool. Like it did like it did more than I thought it would do cuz usually like you know like some videos only do like 500 views. Sure. But yeah. that video did like a good 9,000. Wow. 8,000, you know, something yeah. like that. Something close to that. And like it just kept me pushing. Yeah. And I did another mixtape. But how did did you cuz a lot of them you directed and edited and everything, right? Yeah, I directed. I directed yeah. like a lot of them. How, like how did you how did you learn how to do that? Like I didn't edit them. I just yeah. it just be my own idea okay. that I bring to the uh the person who was going to shoot it. Yeah. And I just be like, "All right, this is what we're going to do." Like just take control of the whole situation. Right, right, right. You know. And you just so you just kind of like first step is like I was sort of asking this for myself too, but because I need to learn. But like, like the first step is just find someone that has like the tight camera and like, and and then you kind of you have the plan of like what you're yeah. where you're gonna shoot. Like, like we just meet each other's standards. You yeah, know, like they, yeah. you know, they got the the camera. You know, they know how to shoot too, and you just bring the idea. They well, they bring in the idea to life. You you pretty much like bringing the idea to them. Like, all right, we're gonna do this. Yeah, uh, you're gonna get a shot like this. And they just got to know how to, like, work around it and, you yeah. know, do what you want. Do what, you know, you want them to do. Yeah. And then and then other people edit it afterwards? No, they edit it. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, most of the time it's the person who shoots yeah. it. And who, it. who is they? Just, you get different people every time? Yeah, um, I got, I got, it's a couple people who uh shot my videos. Yeah. Uh, like, it's some dudes in-house, like my homie Snail. He shot one of the videos for me called, uh... Gorillas, my dude, uh, Curtis. Okay. That's Curtis Yuli. Yeah. He shot another video for me. Uh, the dude BT. He shot the the video for uh, What You Saying. Okay. Like so, it was a couple people I worked with. Like. Yeah. Even people outside of here, like uh, my dudes from New York, who shot a recent video of mine. It's mm. called Yesterday's. Named T Zang. Okay. Know. Okay. From DZ, I guess. And you keep going with these releases as Black Sheep DZ. Yeah, from DZ, I only released two tapes as DZ, and okay. then I had one. And then after the second one, that's when I graduated uh, from high school. Okay. And like I had went to LA like that same like later that year. Yeah. And I was staying with my dude, uh, the homie Mario, who was managing Blue. His name Blue. Oh, Blue. Okay. you know, know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. His name is spelled B L U. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he was just, like, schooling me, like, giving me some pointers, you know, like, had me around some of the right people, you know, and I was just, you know, peeping it, picking up game. Yeah. Then I came back with my head on a little, a little bit more straight, like, okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to yeah. reach out to these type of people. I'm going to make a tape like this. Yeah. You know, and that's when I released my first tape on the Black Sheep DZ. Okay. Which was called Platinum 93. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and, yeah, that one did. That, that tape did good too. Yeah, are you guys playing shows a lot around this time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Where are you shows. playing? Well, I just played. We just played at the Artscape. Oh, uh, a Rapscape. Yeah, right? Rapscape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we got some more shows coming up in August. We're gonna be going to LA though, from the 13th to the 22nd. Oh, doing, cool. Doing shows. Do you know where you're playing out there? Uh, one in San Fran, another in Long Beach. Uh, it's another one in LA too. 
I forgot where it is though. Yeah. Yeah. I could, you know, it'll be up. Information will be up soon. Yeah. How how that work out? Like just a promoter out there. Yeah. Well, I got. We got. Now we got a dude who does our booking for us. Oh, okay. Yeah. His name is uh, Diligence. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah yeah he okay. he he does DJing too though. Yeah. So like he a big help too. Yo. Does like, he does does he produce a lot of your guys stuff? Nah, he or, just DJs at our okay. shows. Yeah. No, he I, produces, though. He makes beats. Yeah. Yeah, he's... I saw him do... Um, I've seen I've seen him a couple times. I actually played a crazy show with him in Frederick, Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, I... Uh, I, just the other night, I, I think I think it was him and, and Butch Dawson, if that sounds right. Yeah. Um, but they were both DJing. It was, it was, like... It seemed like it was, like, all remixes. Was it at The Crown? No, it was at um or the annex. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that weird room in the annex. They told me about that. Yeah, they they killed it, man. It was like all re. It seemed like it was all their beats over like over like vocal, just like their remixes, remixes of different songs. But it was like it it worked perfectly as just like a like dance party night mm-hmm. kind of. It was really awesome. They told me about that. He was like, yo, it was, it was a fucking movie last night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was great. Yeah. I know, I know there's some people that have, like, fallen off, you're saying, but, like, and, like, it seems like everybody's doing all these videos, doing, all like, all these different projects, I guess. Yeah. I guess not everybody, but a lot of people. Yeah, that's how yeah. we, uh, that's how we pretty much work around it. Like, it's, like, a collective thing, but it's, like, it's kind of like our own label. I would say. Sure, yeah. Like, we, we just be like, we do our own thing, but we, we make sure we, we know where to bring it back at the end of the day. Like, yeah. Like, we do it for this certain purpose, like, yeah. for the seven floor villains, but we still got our own thing going on, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, say, if I was to sign a deal or something, that doesn't mean Butch will sign, but he'll still get, you know, buzz just like me because yeah. he rolling with me, you know? Yeah. It's more like a homie thing. Like, it's like, Aside from it just being a brand name, these they actually my friends too. So that's of why course, some yeah. of the people who still who fell off or like or you know might not be uh seven floor villains no more. They right, still right. we're still cool with them. Like, yeah. You know. It, yeah, definitely. It's crazy cuz I th- I think like nowadays like that's the smartest way to do anything that you would ca- might call like a label or something like yeah. Like I don't think you can. I don't think the no limit shit is possible anymore. Like, where, yeah. you know, or you just build the business up from the ground, from the ground to like the sky. You, you know yeah, what I mean? That's kind of like, hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like it's it's smarter to like, not be like, nah, this is our label, and like, that's it. Like, like still, yeah. Like you could still sign to a label. Anyone else could still yeah. sign to a label. Yeah. Like we don't really want to like make. Like we're trying to make the seven floor villains thing as big as possible, but we don't want it to be so much of, I don't know, like something like everything else. You know what I yeah. mean? Like seven floor villains signed to Interscope. Like right, we want right, it to right. be our own thing. Like yeah. if we're going to sign, then we'll individually sign or yeah. do something, you know, especially like where we're coming from, like, like coming from Baltimore. Like it's like, it's kind of harder. Like, to just like get on in a way like a lot of other people do, you know what I mean? Because there's less opportunity here. Yeah. So it's like we gotta know some of the right people, you know, and like, yeah, just gotta build the connections. 
since I got put on to your stuff, I've been asking a lot of people about it, and like some people know and some people don't, and it seems like it's it, like in Baltimore, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like it almost seems like it doesn't even matter what mm-hmm. like you guys aren't aren't limited to what happens in Baltimore, like. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, we probably got more fans outside of here than yeah, here. Yeah, You know that? Well, nah. It's not even I think. I know we do. We got yeah. more fans outside of here than here. Yeah, yeah. So, like, even that's cool, though. Because, yo, in the future, like, later down the line, that's that comes back around as a good thing. Yeah. Because it's like when, when your city sees what you've been doing for a while, and they just so happen to see, like, you know, this other country loves you. Yeah. It's like yeah. they want to own, they want to claim you know what I mean? They want to be like, oh, yeah. he's from here. You know, that's when they'll become fans. So it's like either way, it's going like it'll work out either way. Yeah, I almost, I almost feel like trying to tell people about it. I almost feel like I'm lying because I'm like, yeah, it's these these like real young kids. They got all the all these releases, all these videos, and, all, and it's like, nah, nah. But I don't believe who are they? Yeah, like I don't know. We we just don't focus on like local too much. Yeah, yeah. We do enough. Like, we like to play shows here. Like, do a lot of interviews. Like, even like this. Yeah, yeah. Like, we like to do a lot of stuff like show love. Yeah, you know, yeah. But we don't just focus just on local. Right, Because then right, you, right. you'll get stuck that way. Like, yeah. especially here. Like I said, it's not a lot of opportunity. Sometimes, like, local artists will blow up and, yeah. like, you'll just stay here. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. I mean, it's happening though. It's definitely not impossible. Like yeah, it's a yeah. you got it's a different generation now. Like, cause before it was harder, you know, just with radio play. But now we got the internet, so like, yeah. like people from here could really blow up. Yeah, and like and yeah. no one not know about you here. Like it's artists like that. Like even Rara, um, you know who Rara mm-hmm. is. Like a lot of people don't know who she is, and she's from here. Yeah, but it's like other countries love her. Oh you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Totally. Even speaking for even our um situation, yeah. we got people in France who love us. Yeah. But it's like you might ask someone here, and it's like, who are they? But I guess, I, yeah, I guess these days interests are so like specialized that yeah, you can't. There's maybe there's no act of any genre that you can expect everyone in Baltimore to know yeah. like the same way. Like, I don't know. It's happening though for yeah. us. Yeah. Like, cause um. It's different lanes, like, uh, people take, you know, like, um, there's other artists here, like, uh, for instance, the dude, you ever heard of Scooter? No, no. His name, uh, Lord Scooter? Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, he got a, he got a good campaign going, too, yeah. you know? But it's like, he doing his a different way, too. You know what How, I'm saying? How's he doing? Him? It's like, um, like, he, he got a lot of cosigns, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, that's a good thing, because... Even though we might not be doing it that way, it still brings the attention to where we from. Yeah. You know, yeah, and a lot totally. of and a lot of people, they rather a lot of other artists and rappers, they rather hate on it and be like, nah, I don't want him to get on first. It's not even about who's getting on first. Right, it's right. like I could definitely see our time coming too. It's not like oh, we yeah. just like we we're not doing anything, we have no fans, no nothing. No, so no. So it's like I can yeah. I can see us getting there, but it's like Oh, totally. You know, everybody has their time. Yeah. Yeah. What are you working on right now? I'm working on uh, a new project called Eighth World. Cool, cool. Yeah. I, I didn't even get to ask, who, who who does most of the beats on most of the stuff that's come out so far? I got, um, it's a couple people. I got, um, well, Juwan Allen, who's uh-huh. Butch Dawson. 
Like he produces too. Like, okay. He, he does some of my stuff. Well, he yeah. did a lot, and like he he's crazy on the beats. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got um dude named DK the Punisher, uh the dude Tech Lun. Okay. You know I did stuff with the dude Lock Him from Selection. Mm. Uh, I do BK Beats. Yeah, I got a lot of producers. Like yeah. they and that they were through like internet connections. Okay. But like yeah, I don't just like the like get beats and find them from YouTube or nothing. Right. Like usually right. the producers that I work with, I build relations with them through the internet or even through email or through phone. Yeah. You know, so they actually know like I fucks with their stuff. It ain't just something like, oh, I'm trying to make a hit. Like, you know, I, I yeah. stumbled across your beats. Yeah. I yeah, just want to yeah. get it from YouTube and just Right, right, right. You know, like I try to build a relation so they know like so they know like what kind of sound I want to go for yeah. instead of just them sending me beats and I just rap on them. Right, right, right. You know. I mean, I'm not trying to talk like I'm that much older than you. I'm, I'm yeah. like 32, but like, it's like, it was so fucking different. Just the the, the like digital divide or whatever. Like like when when it was like the internet wasn't really popping. It was yeah. more like, it was all like about physical shit it was all like oh there's this dude that has a sampler we we're gonna like go over to his house or like and it's like it was all face to face and i think i think what's cool about what you guys are doing is it's like it's so internet based but it doesn't come off as like cheap at all like like you're saying it's like it's like it's like kind of like you can do anything. You can just rip all this shit off off YouTube and like, right. It, it, but it's like, I think it's really cool that you you've like you've like been able to like build this new like aesthetic, you know, by by just like having standards or, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. You know? Yeah, that's how we be working at it though. Not even just me. Like I could speak for like. You know, the other dudes in my crew, like Butch yeah. Dawson, Buffalo, like, you know, we all just, we just, we go with the same, the same mindset. Yeah. Like, we want a certain sound, you know, we just don't settle for less. Yeah, yeah. Know? Yeah, that's really awesome. So, didn't mean to sidetrack you, but but can you tell me about this new album? Oh, it's called Eighth World. Yeah. And like, I'm, like I've been working on it heavy, so I'm trying to make sure this comes out, you know. Good. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna have nine tracks on it. Mm. You know, other than that, I've been working on like videos, like video treatments, and like I've been in other videos making appearances too. Mm. Like I've been working with uh my homie Goldlink. Okay. Who's from my VA? Yeah. Like I'm in another video of his. It's about to come out. Mm. I join this. About to be crazy. Cool. cool. What like, kind of stuff does he do? Uh, he caught. Oh. Uh, he calls it a uh, future bounce. Okay. You know, but it's kind of like his own genre. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's like, I can't really describe it. You know, it's tight though. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the things where, like, you either like it or or don't. But, like, mainly everybody who's heard it, they like it. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's, it's definitely different. Cool, cool. I'm curious, like, because I, I know you're saying, like, local shows aren't like a huge priority but like what what are like when when did when did you guys start playing live uh we started playing live like a lot 2012 
12. Okay. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we started playing a lot, a lot of shows that year. Where did you, where not, did you play? Yeah. Uh, we played in D.C. a lot. Yeah. Which was the spot called Mocha. Um, played here. I played in Sonar before. Mm. We played at the Crown. Yeah. Uh, the spot called the Broom Factory. Uh, is that near like Bell Foundry or something like that? Uh, nah, that's like, it's not that far from it. It's near, it's off of like Howard though. Okay. Like near Howard. Okay. Yeah, we played there before. Cool. Uh, damn, it's been hella spots. We played at the Bell Foundry before yeah. too though. I, yeah, I feel like that's actually the first time before actually hearing Seventh Floor Villains. I, like I, I feel like I heard the name after. Did you play there with Rap Dragons? Maybe. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, did. we played it. Yeah. Play that. It was a lot. It's a lot of venues. I can name a whole bunch. Yeah. We did DC a lot too, mm. and Virginia. You know, and we played in New York before, Delaware. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say local shows isn't a priority. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, focusing on like, you know, getting so big of a local buzz, because it's like that internet presence is a. It matters. You yeah. know, like you gotta take advantage of that now. Cause say like touring, it's like you when you go on tour. I feel like you take a little bit of a loss locally, cause yeah. you're just away for three months and and like yeah. no one's seeing you anywhere and people just kind of forget you're around. Or so. But it's like it's worth the sacrifice because yeah. you gotta you gotta leave. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, cause you can stay. I, I've I've noticed something is that I think a lot of local artists it's like if you just stay in your city you have control over everything so you can make yourself feel real comfortable you can put yeah. whoever you want on the bill blah 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 and it's like it'll feel good or like safe or something but like y you know you can't you can't you can't just do that forever or that's all you'll ever do you, yeah. you know what I'm saying like that's true I seen it. I seen it happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. that's true though. Where do you see going with it from here? Like both the crew and for yourself. Well, if I'm if if I'm getting on, the crew is getting on. Yeah, you know, like you know, even if even if they're not doing the same thing I'm doing, it's definitely going to benefit. Yeah, you know, because you know they they the ones that work with me. Yeah, you know, yeah, to get where I'm going. Okay. But yeah, I definitely see like myself. Like just keep keep pushing, you know. I can't, I can't, you know. I can't call out what's next. I know it's some big things to come, like yeah. that. That's definitely in the workings right now. I could just see me like working on, keep working. Yeah, yeah, constantly. Yeah. Like, cause even after, even after, like whatever happens, happens. Like, say if I drop a mixtape or project, that's yeah. all I'm gonna keep doing is keep keep working. You know, yeah. whatever got me there, that's what I'm gonna keep doing. You know, to maintain. With this new project, are you working with same dudes? Yeah. Cool, um, cool. Well, no, I got a couple. Nah. Matter of fact, I can't say I, I am. I got, like, a few new producers. Like, I'm still working with a lot of the same dudes, but, like, I'm pretty much sorting out the tracks that I want to, you know, yeah. put out on there, you know? So it's like, I got some new producers, like, that I've been working with, but, like, we've been making, like, a good sound. You know, I'm trying yeah. to go for, like, one sound for this project. What's but, the sound? If you can like, describe, 
uh a little spacey, but yeah. not not too much. Like more classical. Like like I want to say like sample sample like you know yeah Shit like that. Like it is sample based, but it's like still like but it's like original. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's kind of like my own thing. Yeah, I'm kind of like making it my own thing. Like the producers I've been working with, like. I've been letting them know like what kind of beats I like. Some of them like they just I just came across them and it was like, damn, this fits. It fits yeah. the sound I'm going for. Like, and they probably didn't expect me to make the song I do out of it. Yeah, but yeah, it definitely comes out right. Shit, man, I think that might wrap it up, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, man. No problem, man. Thank you for having me, bro. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Thanks again to Black Sheep DZ for making this happen. Do type his name into YouTube and check out these crazy videos we're talking about. You won't be disappointed. See you next week.